Hello world, I'm Rochelle Indra, a life coach here to teach you the shit they should have taught us in school but didn't. Our society has a vested interest in keeping you stuck and unhappy so that you will try to buy your way out of it. But that's where I come in. I'm here to teach you how to give them all the middle finger. Week by week, I'll share bite-sized strategies on tackling overwhelm, onboarding good habits, creating boundaries, and actionable steps to rewire your brain to actually work for you instead of against you. Hello, hello, and welcome to the podcast on today's episode. Dun, dun, dun. We will be talking about forgiveness. Yay, woo, the crowd goes wild. You guys, someday, someday, I'm going to start getting sponsorship just so I can get like cool sounds and things, make a little audience participation here. Forgiveness. I would like you to pay attention. I don't often say the title of what we're going to be talking about. Before we start talking about it, you guys know, I just dump right into what we're doing. But I'm curious for you to take a moment to feel in your body what comes up for you when I say we're going to talk about forgiveness. Just take a second right now. What does it feel like in your body to know that you're about to listen to a podcast on forgiveness? Take a second. Is it tension? Is it a tightness in your chest? Is it a strangling feeling in your throat? Is it a ball at the pit of your stomach? Is it openness and relaxed? What does it feel like when you think about forgiveness? And I want to start right off the bat with an exercise. Now, I would love... I would love if you do this right now. If you do this, you sit down, you make yourself some time right now, or you pause this until you do have time to come and actually write this down. Because I think this is so meaningful and powerful when you really take the time to not just listen to it, but do it. And I can't tell you how bad I am at this on other people's podcasts when people talk about doing something. I was like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, just talk me through it. I I can kind of do it in my head. It is way more powerful if you sit down and write this. So I'd love for you to do that. Come back to this when you have time. If you're driving the kids around, if you're running right now, if you're doing something else, please come back to this. But if not, if you are stubborn and you're like, Rochelle, I'm never going to do that, then fine. You can listen to this and do it in your head as you listen. But I'd still like for you to pause it and take some time to think about this as we go. So the first exercise is to get a pencil and paper or do this in your head if you must and take a moment, write down or think of all the things you would like to forgive somebody for if you could. If I could wave a magic wand right now and you could just finally forgive them, finally let it go, would you? Write those things down. Pause this. I'll be right here when you get back. Take a minute to write down all the things that you would forgive somebody for if you could. Pause. Okay. Take a second with that. If this felt fine, if this felt great, you feel in your body, no problem. 
Excellent. Let's move on to the second one. If that was a lot, if that brought up a lot of emotion for you, that is wonderful. That is okay. You're doing it right. There's nothing wrong. It's okay to just take some time to sit with that and you don't need to move on to the rest of the podcast if that stirred up a lot for you. Just start there. Give yourself that time, that self-care to just sit with that right now. That's enough. It's enough. But if you are ready to move on, then the second thing I would like you to write down or think about is all the things that you would like to be forgiven for. That's a big one. That's a big one. If I could wave a magic wand and right now have people forgive the things that you have done, what would they be? What are all the things that you would like to be forgiven for? I know. We're just diving right in today. That's what we're doing. Pause this. Take some time to think about it. And once again, if you have gotten to that list, and that is feeling full and big and enough for you right now, then just sit with that, process that, cry through that, go on a walk through that, breathe through that, talk to a therapist, talk to a coach, talk to a friend, pray, meditate about that, whatever is the right tool for you. Because that can be a lot right there. Just that. Just those first two. But if you feel good and you feel resourced and you feel fine moving on to the next one, the last one is to write down what are all the things you would like to forgive yourself for? Hmm. What are all the things that you would like to forgive yourself for? Just pause. And if you come back and there's nothing on that list, then you're fucking lying. (laughs) No, maybe not. Maybe you've already worked through things. But if you haven't worked through things, there's probably stuff in there deep down that would like to be looked at. There doesn't have to be, but there probably is. Are you ready to look? And if you have, I'm going to do this trick to you that I do to other people, (laughs) that I do to clients more specifically. Whatever number you have written down there, if you have one thing, if you have three things, if you have 10 things, what are three more? What are three more? Take time, pause this, dig down deep. What are three more things? And if you've paused that, You've written down the three more things under that. What's one more? What's one more thing? (sighs) Because so often I notice that when I have clients do exercises like this, we grab the easiest ones, the things at the top, the surface level things. We say, that's it. That's all there is. That might be all there is on the surface. There are often things that are deeper. So if you do this once Why not do it again tonight? Why not do it again tomorrow or next week or next month? Because there may be more. You keep adding to this list whenever you want. Something important to look at. My mentor, who was the one that told me, you have to become a life coach, uh, Molly Carroll, 
who was a therapist that became a life coach while I worked with her, always said that forgiveness was the one thing that can't be rushed. When she was a therapist and she worked with clients, she always said, forgiveness is the one thing that can't be rushed. You cannot force it, but you can work on it. And when I think about forgiveness, I think about the people that we can't forgive, whether that's other people or ourselves. And I think of the Buddhist saying that says, holding on to resentment is like drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die. Yeah. Holding on to resentment is like drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die. And I am not saying in this podcast that you have to let go and that you have to forgive. You don't. You don't ever have to forgive. Or you don't have to forgive right now. We are simply exploring. We are exploring forgiveness. I was at a lecture a couple months ago when I first knew, ooh, we're going to need to talk about this on the podcast. It was a lecture and it was on forgiveness. And I thought, well, this is boring. I'm going to have to sit through this whole thing. I don't have anybody I need to forgive. I'm not holding on to resentments. I was raised Buddhist. I don't do that. Everything's fine. This is boring. I don't like this. And then it hit me how surface level it is we talk about forgiveness and how much deeper that goes. And you guys know I love me the deep end of the pool. I'm always splashing around the deep end of the pool. As I say to uh, the group coaching, I will always be in the deep end. I will always show you how deep it goes or how deep I know that it goes anyways, how deep I go. You don't have to go that deep. You put one toe in if you want. You can splash around the shallow end, but just always know the deep end is here. And I will always dive into the deep end to show you that it exists. And if you want to join me out here, you come on down. I would love some company. But if it is the right place for you to stay in the shallow end, that is absolutely okay as well. You may stay in the shallow end. And so I really was listening to her and thinking about forgiveness. What is a deeper way that I can look at a subject that doesn't really mean that much to me? And I started to think about more existential questions of forgiveness. And I actually started with something that I've thought a lot about recently as I do inner child work with my clients. I do inner child work with myself. Start looking at my childhood. I have lovely parents, but of course, as I say on this podcast all the time, even the best, most well-meaning parents still fuck up their kids in one way or another. Let me look at therapist kids. Oh my God, therapists are so great at their job and fuck up their kids all the time. Let's be honest. Thank God I don't have children for any number of reasons. But I look at the things that happened to me as a child, the things I went through, the things that my parents quote unquote did to me or put me through. And I have been doing my work on I didn't even realize that forgiveness was the word for it. I was doing my work on what I just called being okay with and understanding why some of the things happened that needed to happen that shaped my personality in the way that it did so that I could become this person and do this job. Because I think that it takes a very, very specific personality to do the job that I do, to 
be okay putting yourself out there online to talk to literally millions of people on social media, to do a podcast where I talk about masturbation and my most intimate thoughts and details so that other people can learn from my mistakes or my learnings, what I've been through. There's a very specific personality that can do that. And I look and I love what I do. You guys know, I believe it is my sole purpose for being on the planet. Sex is what I get to have on the side for fun. But I believe that my sole purpose is to do what it is that I do for a living. And if I didn't have the child that I had, if I didn't have, my parents didn't make the quote unquote mistakes that they made. If I didn't have the traumas that I have from growing up as we all have. I wouldn't have been this person. And so can I go from the anger and resentment to some of the things in my childhood? Can I actually get to a place of gratitude? Ooh, and I know that is hard, and I'm not saying that's right for everybody, and I'm not saying that's right for every situation. It's just something I'm experimenting with for some situations. For some situations. And if I can't be grateful for it, can I at least understand why it happened in the bigger picture? Again, not right for everybody and not right for every situation. But maybe some situations this does work for and for some people. And that's something that I was looking at. So I started to really sit there and muse on forgiveness, forgiving my parents for the ways that they screwed up being a parent. And... I, as many of you know, I've talked about before that I suffer from really severe headaches and it's this need for control and holding on and sort of gripping all the time. It's at the base of my skull. I grind my teeth at night. I wake up with severe headaches. I have headaches all day long and it's this need uh, to hold on, to control, to be hypervigilant, to be ready for anything. And I've really tried to explore opening up. And I would meditate on open, open, let go, relax. And none of those words, no matter how much I've done the work, none of those words really worked for me. And I went to a a singing bowl, um, not workshop, but where you get to lay there and there's like singing bowl sounds and things and it's like vibrational healing and it's really beautiful, sounds really neat and it's amazing what those vibrations do to your body and kind of puts you into a meditative state And I started just saying the word forgiveness, forgiveness, forgiveness over and over and over in my head. And it was amazing to watch my body be able to relax in ways that maybe it has never been able to relax and even open up in ways that it hasn't been able to open up when I've said over and over, let go, surrender, open, open open and my body's like, fuck you. Nope, not doing it. Not going to do it. But somehow when I started saying the word forgiveness, that unlocked something for me. So I started to explore more. Okay. There's the level of, do I need to forgive people in my life? Nope. I'm fine. Ooh, let's go. Let's go a little level deeper in the swimming pool. Let's tiptoe down deeper. Ooh, forgiveness for my parents for the ways that they struggled through being parents and not having a manual on how to do that. Okay, started looking at that. Then what's underneath that? 
Do you know me? I'm always looking. What's the next thing? What's under? What's deeper? What's deeper? How do we get to the root of things? So then I thought, well, what is under that forgiveness? Ah, for me, it was forgiveness of the universe. Man, man, that brings tears to my eyes. Even just talking about, can I forgive the universe? for the things that have happened to me. (sighs) Maybe for you, it's, can I forgive God? Can I forgive life? Those are some big, big questions. And I'm not saying I've got the answer. I'm not saying I'm fully there. I'm just giving you the work that I'm doing. Can I forgive the universe for the things that have happened to me? (sighs) Then I said, Jesus, I don't know why I do this to myself. But then I said, okay, that really, that really leveled me. That was really something I needed to sit with for a long time. And truly that I need to continue to sit with in my own work that I do. Continuing to sit with, can I forgive the universe? And also not forcing it. Sometimes it's just about sitting with the question. It's not about like, okay, well then fine. Then I, then I know I need to forgive my parents, so I'm just going to do it. I know I'd be happier if I forgave the universe, so I'm just going to do it. No, it doesn't work that way. Cannot rush forgiveness. It has to come to you. You can help it along, but you cannot rush it. And you cannot force it. I'm really good at forcing shit. I'm really good at forcing stuff. I'm really good at muscling my way through stuff. And boy, forgiveness is not one of those things. So I've just been sitting with the question and saying, sitting with the question is enough. Can I forgive the universe? And then I thought, well, if that was what was underneath, can I forgive my parents? What is underneath? Can I forgive the universe? (sighs) And that's when I had to get to the place of, can I forgive myself? Man, can I forgive myself for the things that I have done, for the things that I have participated in, for the ways I've been to myself, for the ways that I have been to other people? Can I forgive myself for all the things that I wish hadn't happened, for all the ways that I wish my life had gone, for not taking the path more traveled, for not taking the easy path? Because sometimes I look at my life and I think, God, it would have been just so much easier if I had just done all the things, right? Just lived inside of society's box. They didn't. And here we are. And I'm happy, I'm happy with how I've lived my life in so many ways, but there is so much pain there. Can I forgive myself for some of the situations I have gotten myself into, some of the people that I have dated, some of the relationships that I have not only formed, but then stayed in. And I don't mean that just in romantic relationships. Can I forgive myself for starting maintaining and staying in friendships that were incredibly toxic, 
incredibly detrimental. For situations I knew were bad, I knew were fucked up, I knew would go badly, and I did them anyways. Sometimes for an evening, sometimes for months, years, decades. Can I forgive myself for patterns? For doing the same shit over and over and over that I knew I shouldn't do, that I knew was bad, that I knew was wrong, that I knew wouldn't end well the first time and then didn't end well. And then I just continued and continued and continued to do those things. Man, can I forgive myself for my past? And then can I forgive myself for my future? Can I have compassion and forgiveness for what I know I will still screw up, for what I know I will still do wrong? And believe me, there is an aspect of, and I'm very honest and open with you guys, and I see so many life coaches online that really feel the need to portray perfection and portray this idea that they have all of their shit together. They have all of life figured out. Their lives are absolutely perfect. Therefore, you should follow them because they have the recipe for success. Because if you want to be as good looking and as rich and as successful and as perfect as they are, then follow their course, take their course, work with them. So they feel this need to have a level of perfection that they portray. You guys know I don't do it that way. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't have this podcast. I wouldn't do the things I do online if I felt the need to portray these things. And it's so funny because every once in a while I'll get a comment under one of my videos. It's like, oh my God, you screwed this up. You did this wrong. You've done that. I would admit to this if I was a life coach. You call yourself a life coach and you're making these mistakes? Yeah, absolutely. Not only have I made those mistakes in the past, I will continue to make mistakes. And I do think that I'm harder on myself as a coach. And I know therapists, friends of mine are the same way because we know better. We assume we will always do better. And I think in a lot of ways we do, but we're still human and we still screw things up. And sometimes I screw things up without realizing And I still, and I guarantee you, I will continue in the future to screw things up and realize I'm screwing them up. Realize this is a terrible decision and I'm going to make it anyways. And sometimes I know all the reasons why. Sometimes I choose not to look at the reasons why. I just barrel ahead. But I will continue to screw things up. I will continue to make bad choices. I will continue to know what the probable outcome is of something, and yet I will do it anyways because I'm human, because I'm growing and learning and doing the best that I can. So can I have compassion for myself going forward that I will continue to make choices I regret? And I know people say, oh, I don't regret anything in life. Oh, that's a, it's such a fucking cliche. It's such a fucking cliche to say, I don't regret anything. I, everything's a learning experience, which believe me, I do believe that everything is a learning experience. I do believe personally that everything happens for a reason. I know that that's not something that works for everybody, but that's what works for me. But I, I don't believe that we don't have little regrets along the way, little pains along the way, little things that we need to forgive ourselves for. And maybe that's different, right? Maybe maybe regrets and forgiveness are in two different categories. That's fair. So can you have compassion? 
Can you have enough forgiveness for yourself stored up in a backpack somewhere and ready to give it to yourself when you need it? Can you do that? Now you might be thinking, well, how the fuck do I get started with that? Great question. There's a lot of ways to get started. And again, we cannot rush it. We can help it along if we are open to it. And those things are how I tell my clients to get to the heart of most things, which is meditation, if that works for you, sitting meditation or walking meditation. Either one, if that is something that speaks to you, great. Journaling. Journaling is another absolutely wonderful one. Absolutely wonderful. And I don't mean that you have to have a diary. I don't mean that you have to write in it all the time. It doesn't even need to be a book. It could just be some random piece of paper, several pieces of paper. And you just write out all the thoughts, all the feelings. It's called automatic writing. You just keep writing and writing and writing absolutely everything that comes to mind. And for a while, it might actually just be, God, this is so stupid. Why am I doing this? I hate Rochelle. I'm never listening to her podcast again. I'm so mad at myself for giving her a good positive review of this because this is so terrible. And I absolutely hate this and I want to stop right now. But I'm not going to because she promised me that this was going to help if I just kept going. That's fine. You can write that for a while. Is you just keep writing and eventually things start to come to you. Eventually you just exhaust the ego so much that the heart starts taking over. And you might be surprised at what you write. You may have moments where you go, where did that come from? Wow, didn't know I felt that way until it was out there on paper. Some of you may know of the morning pages, the artist way. That uh, Cameron, I think is her last name. It's a woman. She talks about morning pages, writing three pages every morning. You get up, get that ego out, let it work through its stuff so that the heart or the soul or the knowing gets to come online. That is a great way to start looking at some of these questions. Movement, going for a walk. I don't recommend hard movement. I don't recommend jujitsu or bike riding or going for a run. I prefer and recommend slower movement, walking, stretching, yoga, things like that. But if going for runs, for some people, running is the best meditation they have. If biking, if doing a hardcore activity, mountain biking, climbing, if that is your peace, if that is your place to sort things out, if that is your place to move through trauma, to move emotions through your body and out, then absolutely wonderful. You're doing it perfectly. You don't need to do it the way I say to do it. You do it in your own way. But if possible, I love it when you can do it outside in fresh air. I have a Peloton and I make sure that I open my window and get that breeze coming in. So I'm taking those deep breaths. God, even within the 30 seconds, I'm like, (laughs) at least I'm breathing in that fresh, fresh air. Those are the places I would start. And remember this is just a starting point. These are just questions you're asking yourself. This may be a lifelong journey. This may not be something you are going to get figured out in this session, in this podcast, in this year, in this decade. But these may be questions that stay with you for a while or that slowly melt away little by little by little. But it always starts with asking the question, Can you forgive? Love you guys. Have a great day. 
Are you somebody who identifies as female and you have been procrastinating on doing your work? You've been procrastinating on doing the things that you know you need to do to make yourself happier, to bring yourself more joy and more fulfillment in your life. And you keep saying, yeah, but I'll do that when the kids are older or I'll do it when I get to this place in my career. I'll do it when my husband and I are in the right place. I'll do it when future, future, future. The time is now. Think about joining the sisterhood group coaching that I do. It is a way to stay accountable to yourself, a place to take that deep breath for yourself in the month, to reorient your brain back onto focusing on you, which is where it deserves to actually be, and to do it in a community of women that are doing the same thing. We look forward to seeing you.